everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about being more patient with your weight loss. I know it's the last thing in the world you want to hear. <laughs> a lifetime of diet marketing has gotten you extra impatient on top of the fact that we're all impatient just naturally. Um, but the more patient you are with your weight loss, the better results you're going to get. It is that simple because what has stopped you in the past from walking your weight loss path, right? You start it, you start eating better. Maybe you start exercising, living healthier. You start losing some weight but it's never fast enough, right? You, you have a really good week and you're so excited to step on the scale and you either don't lose any weight or you just less than you thought. And what happens? You feel discouraged. You start feeling like, this is never going to work. I'm never going to be able to do this. So much of your weight loss results are dictated by the time frame that you think within. And because of all the diet marketing that we've been exposed to in our lives, I'm talking about millions of diet ads, every single diet ad showing you a before and after picture and how long you can, you know, it takes to get that has caused us to think about weight loss in such short-term timeframes. Most dieters think about their weight loss in terms of days, weeks, and months. And when you really want to master your weight, you need to start thinking in terms of weeks, months years and forever. And so it's really, really important that you start bringing some more patience into this process because most people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. And if you look at other things in life that you may want to get good at, learning an instrument, learning a language, learning to dance, learning a martial art, literally anything you want to learn, there's a time period with that, right? And the more impatient we get with anything that we want to learn, the more likely we are to get frustrated and discouraged and quit. And that's what I see happening all the time with people trying to lose weight is they take all this action, but the results never come fast enough. They never come fast enough. They can't. Our brain can always imagine faster results. So I have had people that will lose two pounds in a week and feel like, what's the point? You know, and so it gets to this ridiculous um, level of weight loss that you would need to achieve in order to stay motivated. That's just not possible. Now let's talk about the alternative though. If you can create more patience and go into this process with a different time frame, and the time frame I'm going to reference is if you've ever gone to college, you went into college knowing it was going to be a two, four, six year commitment of time. It was going to be difficult. It was going to be hard, but you were going to walk that path over the next couple of years in order to get to the destination you wanted to go to. And so the entire experience was framed in a longer time frame, and that allowed you to be more patient with the process. I'll give you another example. If you want to plant a garden, right? You plant the seeds and then you know there is a months long process ahead of you. And so again, you, you know you can't rush it, right? There's no way to make the seeds grow faster. It just is a natural length of time it takes to get from point A to point B. And that sets you up for success. Now, when it comes to weight loss, again, with all the weight loss diet ads we see, they're always trying to compress this time frame shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. And you know, it's not true. You know, the only way to lose weight rapidly to the extreme that they talk about a lot of times is to do extreme things that are unsustainable that you probably don't want to do in the first place. So when you bring a sense of patience into this and you realize that I want to lose the weight forever. So what's the rush? It's not about the weight loss only. Yes, I want to lose weight, but it is also about how I'm going to do it. And what I'm going to do here is get on a path where I'm going to master the process of mastering my weight. And I'm going to commit to it. I'm going to give myself a year, a year to approach my goal. 
right? Maybe it's going to take two years for you. Again, everyone's got different goals that they're they're aiming at. But when you double, triple, quadruple the time frame you're thinking of, while initially can feel a little deflating, the other thing you're going to feel is a sense of calm. And that feeling of calm, that feeling of patience, that feeling of respect for the time frame that naturally exists, what happens is you start to approach this differently and you bring a feeling of calm, relaxation into the process. And it's probably something you've never brought in. So again, I know our initial reactions a lot of times is, well, I'm not patient. I don't want to be patient. I want fast, instant results. I think what you're going to find is that quest for instant results has caused you to get onto a imaginary hamster wheel where you keep repeating the first couple days or couple weeks of a diet, never to get past it. And if you think about how much weight you've lost last six months, the last year, chasing these fast weight loss plans, you might realize that a focus on fast weight loss has caused you to lose no weight over the last six months, the last year, the last decade, perhaps. And so now is the time for you to make a decision that I'm going to approach this differently. I'm going to intentionally develop patience. I'm going to bring patience into this process so that it may take me a little bit longer to lose the weight for good, but I'm going to keep it off forever. And that difference is all the difference in the world. So I hope this mindset shift helps you out. And remember, bring more patience into this and realize you don't want to lose weight. You want to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. All right. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I will give my best shot to, to give you an answer that makes a difference. <laughs> That's what I like to do. I like to try and give you some, some solutions, some ideas that are not the norm uh, when it comes to weight loss. Uh, so yeah. Um, there it is. There's a question. Uh, CCS, how long will it take to lose 30 kilograms? Well, uh, who knows? <laughs> is that the answer you wanted? Probably not. Um, but no, who's going to give you an answer, right? Well, say someone says, oh, it'll take you three months. Oh, three months. I can do that. That's great. Well, you got to just water fast though. Oh, okay. So you know what I mean? Like, like we can't just look at the, how, how long does it take? You know, I personally am way less concerned with how long it takes to lose the weight. And I am way more concerned with how long you're going to be able to maintain that weight loss. You know, so how long I think is the wrong question, you know. Um, but I mean, yeah, 60 pounds. I mean, you're looking at, I would say, at least a year. At least a year, you know, with slow, stable, strategic, systematic changes to your diet, to your lifestyle, to your mindset. Um, I would say at least a year, you know, that, that that's a slow, steady weight loss that has a firm foundation under it, you know, and if you want to lose it faster than that, you know, again, it's just what degree of extreme do you want to go to, you know, you want to go again, water fasting is probably the most extreme and the, the shortest lasting. Uh, then we get into keto, intermittent fasting. Uh, extreme calorie cuts, you know, again, fastest results, most likely the shortest, longest, the lasting one, you know? So the question is, are you more focused on losing the weight or living at your goal weight? And that answer is going to dictate a lot, you know, of how you move forward. Um, happy Friday. <laughs> it's not Friday. I wish it was Friday. It felt like Friday last night because, uh, <laughs> 
It was, well, man, they got to stop with the Halloween on, um, they got to stop with Halloween during the week. Right. I, I don't know why they can't like Thanksgiving. It's always the last Thursday of the month. Right. Isn't that how it is? Or the third, fourth Friday or Thursday, whatever, but it's always the Thursday, you know, it's like, I feel like I got to take Halloween to make it like the last Saturday of October or something. Cause yeah, last night it's like, you're getting a, it was kind of party mode, you know, it's like, oh, man, I, I've not eaten that much pizza in a long time. Um, I didn't eat too much candy cause I ate so much pizza, but yeah, you know, a little bit of wine and it's like, man, I was feeling it. And I was like, oh man, I can't believe it's just Tuesday. <laughs> Tomorrow's Wednesday. I was like, I wish it was tomorrow was Friday. But, uh, anyways, Dolores says I lost 30 pounds in a year and I'm super proud of that. Yeah, that's awesome. Dolores. Congratulations. That's, that's wonder, wonder, wonderful. You know, um, that's a great job. And so now, you know, listen, here's the thing. I always say this to people, like we're so focused with the diet marketing to be focused on the outcome, right? Just, just the weight loss. How fast can I lose the weight that we rarely focus on the process really, you know, it's just a, it's an aside. And so people just want to know, I'm, I'm looking, it's, it's snowing outside here. It's so funny. It's like, there's like, it's a literal snowstorm. None of it's sticking, but this is the first snow of the year. It's exciting to see, you know, I love, I love snowboarding. I'm skiing this year too, but anyway, so, so great job. Um, but now understand that, that I don't know where you want to get with your, your goal weight is at, but so you've gotten the outcome or, you know, if you're not at your goal outcome, you're, you're getting close to it, but now you need to start focusing on the process that got you there and optimizing it. Okay. Because not to sound negative. Okay. I'm saying just the truth here. 95% of people that lose weight, put it back on when they just do a diet. So you need to start internalizing all the shifts and changes you've made and optimizing the process you use to create the results so that it's easier for you, more enjoyable for you. And you're setting yourself up to do it long-term. Okay. Very, very important. And, but great job. <laughs> Don says Friday wear. Uh, amazing. Yep. Uh, in a year, not really long, because before that, I've been battling my way for 40 years. <laughs> Thank you, Dolores. <laughs> That's what I mean. You know what I mean? Like, like again, our our time frames are so screwed up when it comes to weight loss. And again, this is very intentional because we have, I mean, millions of ads, folks. How many ads have you seen? How many weight loss ads have you seen in your life? I mean, it's like, I don't, if you're, if you're living right now, it's, it's been literally your whole life of, of diet ads, you know? And, um, that has framed and conditioned the way you think about weight loss. And yeah, a year, a year to lose 30 pounds in a way that's sustainable long-term is not why, why a year? Why? I mean, oh my God, you know, I get so triggered by this because it's exactly what Dolores is saying. If you have been fighting against your weight for decades, like, how are you still in such a rush? You know what I mean? Like you've got to check yourself. You, you've got to stop this obsessive focusing on fast weight loss. If you've been struggling with your weight for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, you've got to stop with the, the all I care about fast weight loss. Don't you see that's part of the problem? You know, you just keep, when you focus on fast weight loss, fast weight loss can only happen from extreme overcorrections. And yeah, I'm, I'm adding keto, intermittent fasting. Weight Watchers can feel that way because all of a sudden you're just count, you're, Weight Watch is just a fancy way to count calories. You know, they just put a fancy wrapper on it. Um, it, it you know, when you cut your calories down in an extreme way, then yeah, cutting 40% of your calories out on day one and thinking you're going to keep that 40% cut until you reach your goal weight is an extreme plan. 
You know that, right? It starts to feel like it's not because there's always more extreme things. But yeah, when you start tomorrow cutting 40% of your calories out, completely changing the way you're eating, yeah, that's extreme. <laughs> I hope I hope you know that, you know? And so um, when you just always, it's all the all or nothing, right? It's the all or nothing thing. And anytime you go to all, that's extreme. So again, program yourself. Then we talk about all or something. You know, so you have a backup plan. Yeah, okay, I get it. Your plan A is to not eat for 16 hours, to not eat any carbs, not eat any sugar, to eat 1,200 calories. I get it. Plan A, great. Knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. Plan A it 100 miles an hour. I love it. Love it, okay? Go do it. But <laughs> can I introduce to you a plan B, <laughs> right? The missing piece of everyone's weight loss puzzle. Do you have a plan B? No, Jim, don't need a plan B. It's all or nothing for me. Okay. Well, how's that worked out for you? You know what I mean? And so the plan B is just another way to say all or something, you know? And so what you'll quickly find is you'll go all in. Um, I'm starting my keto plan again today. You'll do it for a couple of days, most likely, maybe a couple of weeks, once in a while. And then what will you do? You will go back to what you always do. You know? And you go back to what you always do. And that's where I like to work with people. And I get them. I say, listen, how about we just change a little bit at a time? Oh, that's not getting me fast weight. Well, I, I know, I know, but oh, hear me out. <laughs> It'll get you some weight loss. But here's the cool part. It'll get you some weight loss in an easy, enjoyable, comfortable way. Mm, okay, but hold on. There's more. If it's easy, enjoyable, and comfortable, and it creates a little bit of weight loss, here's where the magic happens. You can keep doing it. It's not like your keto plan that you can only do for a week or a day. Uh, it's a plan you can keep up. And so, yeah, you only lost four pounds the first month, but it's easy to keep up the second month. Oh, now it's eight pounds. Still stinks. Eight pounds stinks in two months. That's slow weight loss, Jim. I got it. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but it's easy. So now you're on three months still doing it. And now it's another four pounds. Now it's 12 pounds. 12 pounds in three months. That's, that's a snail's pace. That sucks. Okay. Hold on though. <laughs> About the fourth month, you know? And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm making jokes, but you know, it's just to prove a point that, you know, we get, and it's not your fault. Like it's really not, you've been literally like, like brainwashed, you know what I mean? By the diet industry to think about weight loss in such short-term timeframes. But I promise you that's a big part, um, that, that that's keeping you stuck, you know? But uh, when you change how you think about it, everything changes. Yeah. Thanks so much for mentioning my name. I feel special now. <laughs> That's funny. Well, good job, Dolores Newsome. You, you did very successful. 30 pounds over a year. I'm personally, by the way, I'm more impressed the fact that you've been at it for a year. You know, I, I think that's the key thing. And um, the 30 pounds is great too. But the fact that you've been sticking with it for a year, it, that's the key thing. That means you've created long-term changes in your behaviors and you've set yourself up. You have a nice foundation. Now you got another year before I'll say, yeah, now you're really starting to approach the mastery phase, you know, but you're well on your way there. So great job. You know, it, it's really very impressive. Don says, yes, Halloween is me wanting mac and cheese today. Yeah, yeah. Halloween's a tough one right in the middle of it. Dolores says, okay, yes, I got 20 more pounds to go. Great job. But you got a nice foundation under you because clearly whatever way you're using to do it, the fact you've been able to stick with it for a year, it, it's not some crazy extreme thing that you're freaking out about, you know? So that's great. You got a nice foundation under you, but keep optimizing it too. That's a key part too, all right? You have to start integrating and internalizing. This is who I am. A lot of people, again, they trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. 
You know, so what you got to do while the scale's going down, you have got to be optimizing your process so that it feels easy and comfortable and natural. If you're doing some extreme ass thing and you're doing it because you're just always focused on the scale going down, um, what are you going to do when the scale stops going down? Where are you going to get your excitement and motivation from? I'll figure it out then, Jim. Um, no, you won't. No one does. So you better start thinking about it now, you know? Um, and now it's time to start thinking about it. Carrie says, but when you are fat, people see you as fat. Then you have a mind shift. You no longer feel like a fat person because your brain is different. Um, I'm not sure what that's referring to, but uh, yeah, I think it's important. You know, yeah, like the mindset shift piece of it is important. And speaking of how you think about yourself is really fascinating, right? Because we all have a self-image. We all have an identity we have about ourselves. I'm a big believer. If you've been struggling with your weight, the biggest thing we got to go at, in my opinion, is your self-image, right? You you don't like being overweight, but you're familiar with it. You know how to be an overweight person. You think like an overweight person. And so, I, I mean, why do 95% of people lose weight, put it back on? You know, you have to understand there's, there's something more going on here because those people lose the weight. It's not their genetics. It's not the plan, right? They found a plan. They, they Genetics didn't stop them. They, they did it, but then they put the weight back on. So what causes that? I'm fascinated by that question. I think about it all the time. Dieters don't want to hear about that shit. I always ask, I said, uh, what is no more triggering thing to a dieter when they're losing weight? And you say, what are you going to do when you get your goal weight? What's the plan? They're very upset. I'll figure it out when I get there, Jim. Uh, you probably won't. I I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. I'm trying to help you out and prepare you while you're losing the weight. Start thinking about your maintenance plan and program yourself. Then we start with a maintenance plan because that's the main goal. Who gives a shit if you lost weight? Honestly, <laughs> you've all lost weight before. Everyone on here has lost weight at some point. And if you put it back on, you don't look at that fondly. You know, like, oh yeah, you know, five, 10 years ago, I lost 50 pounds. Put it all back on. You remember it, but you mostly feel bad about it. You, you focus on the, you put the weight back on, you know? So it's not about losing weight. Upgrade your goal from wanting to lose weight to wanting to get to your goal weight and live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot. Suggest so writing that down. It's a more accurate goal for what you want. And with your subconscious mind, you need to be very accurate. Tammy says, hello, Jim. I finally getting there, changing my mindset from very strict to relaxing with it. I love to hear that, Tammy. I love hearing that. I'm reading a great book too. And um, it really puts this stuff in perspective. It's called flexible dieting. And I, I'm a big believer in this. I've been doing this for 30 years. I, I think it, it's a, it's a stated fact. It's a studied scientific fact that the more strict you are with your diet, the more likely you are to not maintain it. We're human beings. It's hard to just be so super strict with a diet. It's, it's hard all the time. It's easier when the scale's going down and you have something to get excited and look forward to. And then all of a sudden it's really hard once you've lost the weight, because what are you looking forward to now? Well, you're at your goal weight. There's no more excitement. There's nothing to look forward to. I don't know. Is that true? Uh, you tell me, you know, it, it is for the people I work with and the people I see, but great job, Tammy. Yes. Shift that mindset up, get more relaxed and calm. Program yourself. Then we want to create a state of calm in you. Um, a, a sense of calm within yourself, because when you're calm and relaxed, you tend to naturally make better decisions. You know, you've got all the wisdom and knowledge you need in your mind already. You, you know, your weight loss is not an information problem. Right. The, the problem is not that you don't know what to eat and what not to eat to lose weight. That is not the problem. You can always optimize your nutrition, but you know enough right now. Um, the problem is 
you can't get yourself to follow it, right? You can't get yourself to consistently eat the way that's going to cause you to lose weight. Why? Because you don't know how to manage your emotions. You know, that's the problem. Um, so, I don't know. Like, no one really teaches this stuff. Um, but once you know how to influence your feelings and you can feel more calm, you start to activate more of your wisdom. You start to have more control over your behavior. What? When do you eat the wrong foods? Is it when you're stressed? Is it when you're sad? Is it when you're frustrated? Is it when you're in a peak negative emotional state? Or are you eating the wrong foods when you're calm and relaxed and focused on your goal and feeling motivated and inspired and excited about the path you're walking, right? Which has more impact on your eating, knowledge or how you feel, right? Because I, I mean, if you've lost weight, how could it be a knowledge thing, right? You use that knowledge to get the results and then it stopped. So what happened? The knowledge was the same, right? You change, you, you, you feel different, you know, and that, that's the key thing. Um, Carrie says, but your body's still fat and seen as fat. You just want your body and mind to align. Yeah, you definitely want your body and mind to align. But here's what I would suggest in terms of that. Um, so it's really important that you, I think, you want to get your body and mind aligned. But I think a lot of people that lose weight never get their mind aligned at all right? They, they lose the weight. Cause I, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. So I'm not just, I'm not just making this shit up. I always ask people that I'm going to work with and everyone's lost weight, right? So I say, okay, you've lost weight before. What, what happened? Um, why'd you put it back on? And I always get some version of, I didn't feel like myself. Yeah. If you've been overweight for the last 20 years, 30 years, you think of yourself as an overweight person. You, you get along in the world and your friend groups and your relationships, you're kind of that overweight person and it's comfortable. You don't like it, but you're familiar with it. And so a big part of this process is transforming your brain, how you think about yourself, your identity to match the, the weight you want to live at, you know? And um, that's what we do in Program Yourself Thin because a lot of people think, well, uh, once I lose the weight, then I'll feel confident and attractive and successful and all the rest of it. Not necessarily, not at all. You know, I would rather feel confident and happy and successful and thin and healthy now and use those feelings and thoughts to get me to the goal weight. See, I'm doing the things exactly the opposite of how a dieter goes about it. You know, where a dieter is really like, I'll just lose the weight and then everything will magically improve and get better. And even though you've done that five times, no, shit did not get magically better. You still believe it. So instead, you know, I would suggest that you learn how to manage your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, because once you know how to do that, you have a level of control over your weight that you've never imagined possible. You know, instead of just like trying to do some strict thing and, and watching the weight go down and thinking that weight loss is magically going to do something inside of you. Not necessarily, you know, not necessarily at all. Um. Parson says, is it beneficial to have a goal as far as pounds lost or is it better to just focus on healthy habits? Um, I think that's a great question. And I think people have different answers, which leads me to my main philosophy that there's no right or wrong. It's only what works for you. So I would test out both ways and see which ones kind of get you the best results. But I, I'm a big fan. I will say this. I would make a big, I would make a distinction. Stop focusing on how much weight you want to lose 
and start focusing on the weight you want to live at. That's the first step. Okay. Don't focus on how much weight you want to lose because when you say I want to lose 50 pounds, what's happening is in your mind, you're referencing your overweight self. Okay. And we don't want to do that. We want to reference who you want to be. Program yourself then. Everything is built around the idea of, well, first of all, we take weight loss rapid and personal development. So it's not even just about weight loss, it's about becoming the best version of you possible. One aspect of that best version of you is you at the weight you want to live at. Okay. But it's about as much as possible. I want you to imagine yourself as the person you want to be, how you want to look, how you want to feel, but most importantly, who you want to be. Okay. And so that's, that's my big goal. And, and so the pounds is part of it. The size clothes is part of it. That's an initial phase. But more than that, I want you to really identify what emotions do I want to experience day in and day out? Emotions of success. of it, And again, it's different for each person. So the words I say may or may not resonate with you. But what emotions do you want to feel day in and day out? Because I always say like, again, if you're struggling with the weight, it's it's really an emotional thing as well. I mean, there's physical effects. There's a lot of different effects. But to me, it's the emotional effects of living with you know, frustration and failure and guilt and shame and anger and all this, this negative stuff because of the weight and your inability to change it. That to me is the, the part that sucks the most. And so you can change that very fast. You know, again, most dieters are saying, well, once I get to the goal weight, then I'll be able to feel better emotions. That is complete and utter bullshit. You can feel all the positive emotions you want to feel right now without losing a single pound. You can start to feel all the emotions you want to feel. Now, as you start losing the weight, you'll feel more of those emotions, but why not feel all the wonderful emotions you want to feel right now? Now, I know why you don't want to, because you've been trained to think, well, if I'm going to motivate myself to lose weight, I got to, I got to whip myself. I got to put the screws to myself, make myself feel like shit, beat myself up, get angry at myself. That's how I'm going to motivate myself, Jim. Okay. Well, that's one way. <laughs> it ain't the only way. And I would suggest that that way doesn't work very well because your brain doesn't like pain. So when you base all your motivation around beating the shit out of yourself and feel bad about yourself and get angry for yourself for getting yourself in this situation, you let me know how long that lasts. I don't think it lasts very long, you know, and worst case, even if it does work and you start losing weight, well, all of a sudden the pain starts going down as you start getting better results and now your motivation disappears. So it's bad either way. In my opinion, I'd rather let the motivation be around who I want to be. I want to magnetize the goal. I want to magnetize this idea in my mind of who is the best version of me, not just how I look. I'm telling you, it's not enough motivation because at some point I've been the same way for 30 years. I had one blip 12 years ago it's not exciting to be at this weight anymore. You know what I mean? Like I, I like it, but it's not exciting. It just is. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like getting a car, right? The, the first month is really exciting. And then it's kind of like, mm, it's a car, you know? And that, that, again, that's called hedonic adaptation. It just, we just normalize to things. So if the only goal is the weight, it stops being motivating pretty much because at some point the scale just stops moving. So where'd your motivation come from then? Well, for me, the motivation, again, because I take the weight loss and rapid and personal development, it's really about how I feel. Thanks, Tom. It's about my lifestyle. It's about being the person I want to be. The weight, again, is just one piece of it. I, I believe and feel I need to be at this weight, eating this way, living this lifestyle in order to power myself to achieve the higher level goals I have, to have the relationships with my kids and my wife and my family and friends that I want, to be able to create the business that I want to have you know, to go on the adventures I want to have, to learn the things I want to learn, you know, to do all the things that, that really jazz me up. This is kind of the foundational piece. 
you know, and I'm excited about, I love the process. I love tweaking my eating. I love growing and evolving into a better version of myself. It's fun. I, I mean, again, I look back five years and I, holy shit, I can't believe everything I do now that I never even thought was possible. And that's my favorite thing in the world. I have a few long-term clients I've worked with and it's like, you know, you're, you're so used to thinking about this in terms of days, weeks, and months, but my clients that I stick with long-term, they, they stay with me, with it for years. And the most amazing stuff happens when you get onto a path for a year, two years, you know, this already, there's things in your life you've done for a long time, your work, certain hobbies, things you do. And it's like, you look at the first year of doing it and you compare to where you're at now. There's no way you could have learned everything that you learned over all those years, that first year. You know, there's a natural like, you know, gift of when you stick with something with time, you know, um, I got me a pair of Judy blue jeans for the first time and I'm 59 years old. That's awesome. Dolores. Good for you. See, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. And it's like, it's like, it's the first time stuff. Right. So it's like, all of a sudden you, you lost this weight and now it's like, ah, oh, cool. You get to get some jeans you always wanted. You know I mean, again, it, it's like, it's finding new things that are exciting to do that keep you jazzed up. I think that's great. Good job. Uh, Lisa says, I think that's why when your little losses add up and you start to see success, it settles you into it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I that's true. Yeah. I would agree with that. Totally agree that weight loss is mindset based. Yeah. It's totally mindset based. You know, I always said to people that your, um, your mindset is the biggest factor in your weight. Uh, and more important than your genetics, your hormones, your menopause, your thyroid, your insulin resistance, any of that stuff, your mindset's the most important thing. And, um, ironically, we never learn how to influence our mindset in a practical, useful, effective way, you know, either. So that's a little bit of a problem, right? Um, but when you do start to focus on the mindset piece and you really begin to master that, uh, it changes everything. You know, you can get control of things that you never thought possible. And I really mean that, you know. Um, uh, but anyways, I just get distracted on something. But yeah, if uh, if you guys all have any questions, feel free to to ask them. Glad I came across your page again. Well, I'm glad you did too, Jay. I'm glad it's helpful for you. That's what I do. I mean, this to me is a mission. You, you all know that that know me. This is a mission for me because it's not, to me, it's not enough. Weight loss to me is life and death. You know, my, my dad died at 54 of a heart attack. So for me, weight is is life and death, which didn't stop me from putting 50 pounds on and over, over being overweight by 50 pounds and being a binge drinker. Um, and it was, but I, I, I think of it that way. So when I, when I, the reason I do this stuff, you know, I get on here every day and I get on every day at noon, <laughs> which is such a big deal for me. It was such a little thing, but I get on here at noon now and I've been doing that for a week and a half, but, but anyways, I get around noon every day to, to kind of help you guys out, you know, and my, my goal, if I'm not already there is, is to give you as much free stuff as I possibly can. Yeah. I have a program too. You can work with me directly. Um, but. I really, you know, my, my mission in life and I'm excited too. And let me give my pitch here. If you haven't yet go to my bio, click the link and get the hypnosis session. I give you guys, it's called the new thin me. Um, it's a weight loss kickstart session. It's designed to motivate you to help you clarify and connect to your goal, weight, your dream body. And it's going to ideally, the, the goal is to motivate you through inspiration and, and pleasure. 
And that's a unique thing to experience. And again, I give it to you for free. And as I've tried hypnosis, you haven't tried my hypnosis. You know, I'm one of the highest paid hypnotists on the planet. It's 25 grand to work with me privately. I, I am literally one of the highest paid weight loss hypnotists on the planet. I'm just giving you a session, go listen to it. But more important than the session even is the training I give you three steps to master your weight. Go check it out. There's a better way to do this. Don't be apathetic, you know, because you've tried for decades and haven't worked. It's because you have a shitty strategy. You're able to get much better results than you realize. How do I know that? Because I've been doing this for 20 years. It never ends. I work with very smart, successful people. Usually, you know, again, if you're even here, you're an overthinker. You're probably a perfectionist. And you think you've thought everything there is to think about weight loss and it just doesn't work. And I can't tell you how wrong that is. Because how do I know that? Because every week I get new people I work with. I don't know, Jim, I, I signed up. I don't know. Oh, we'll see. I, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I've kind of tried everything. <laughs> and it's like, literally, I mean, like a 100, a 100% 100 of the time. I don't say that very often. 100% of the time, I'm able to bring a lot of insight and value to these people. And um, there's just, we get locked into ways of thinking about things. You know, and so I can knock you out of that. But I do it for free with the hypnosis session, the training. I email you every day and I got new stuff on the docket coming your way. Um, let me help you, <laughs> you know, please. Um, Don says, was Halloween one of your eating for joy days? Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, Halloween definitely became a, a pleasure eating day. I ate so much pizza. I got a pizza oven uh, about a month and a half ago. One of them uni ones, you know, and I love pizza. I was kind of nervous about it. I'm not going to lie, but, but I've got it. I've kind of figured it in, you know what I mean? Into the, you know, I'm a big believer. You can engineer your eating, you know, you can eat anything, you know, it, it, you can eat anything. You can't eat any way you want. Right. And so I got this pizza oven, but yeah, so I ate a lot of pizza last night. Didn't eat too much candy because I was so full of pizza, <laughs> but yeah, I was in eat for joy day for sure. I felt like shit though. I'm not going to lie. Went to bed early though. Recovered pretty good. Feeling pretty good today. So um, that's good, but I'll eat, you know, and here's the thing. I want to make this clear. Cause I think a lot of times you get weight loss people out there and they're just always giving you perfection. You know, I'm not perfect in any way. And my eating is not like really strict. It may seem strict to some people. I don't know, but like I'll eat candy this week. I always give myself the week of Halloween to eat candy. And I was realizing even that's not going to be forever. You know, cause my, I got kids right now. They're getting older. Last night, that last night was the first year I haven't gone out with them. That was, that was a little, I don't know. It was okay. It was all right, but it's, it's a new thing, but I'll eat candy this week. You know, I never really eat that stuff and I'll eat it. And, um, it's okay. You know, but whatever. Um, Jay says, but I agree after I lost hundred pounds, it's so hard to change your entire lifestyle mindset is key. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jay. That's why I always, I try to get you at the beginning of the process. You know, listen, weight loss is hard. There's no easy way to lose weight because losing weight is, I don't like that phrase really. I use it because that's what people understand it with. But really what you're doing is you're changing your behavior. In order to change your behavior, you have to change how you feel and think. And so it is hard. It's hard to change. Humans don't like to change. Our brain is organized to conserve energy as much as much as possible. So we like to do what we did. And change is not something anyone wants to do. Um, so it's hard. But that's why I say you should start... Right from the beginning, start working on your maintenance plan. Right from the beginning, we work on changing the lifestyle. Right from the beginning, we start working on changing the mindset. And obviously, we change the eating. But we do it in a very strategic way to set you, you up for long-term success. See, I know what you're thinking as a dieter. You think you're going to dramatically cut your calories so you lose weight. And then once you lose the weight, then you're going to bring it up to this magical maintenance level. And, and it's only just a calorie-only focus, which isn't enough. 
And so it's, it's just like a, it's a tactic. You need a, you need a comprehensive approach. Don't you believe this? <laughs> You're not stupid. If, if, if weight loss was so easy, you just, oh, here's the meal plan. Here you go. Just follow it. Like you'd already done it. it it's a comprehensive. I always just joke to put in perspective. Most people think about weight loss. Like it's a bank account, debits, credits. And I think of weight loss, like it's like a stock market. There's all these different factors that are influencing each other, which at first you're like, oh, that's, that's way more than I'm used to thinking. Yeah. Well, it seems like a little bit first, calm down, relax. And now you actually have a real roadmap though. Don't you find that? I find this fascinating that you all have been, you all been trying to lose weight for decades at this point, right? Decades. And don't you find it crazy that, you know, you actually know as little about how to lose weight now as you did before you started your first diet. You don't know shit. You, you want to lose 50 pounds. You don't know how to lose five pounds. I'm not saying this to be rude, but it's like the diets are never teaching you the stuff you need to learn. What another plan, another strategy, the top diets right now are keto and intermittent fasting. Oh my God. Do you know what I mean? Like these are just, again, I, I like intermittent fasting. I do it. You know what I mean? In my, my own way, you know, so, so I'm not, I'm not judging it. I cut carbs down. I don't eat a lot of carbs. So it's like, I, I, I take aspects of it, but I would never in a million years, just intermittent fast. That's how I'm going to master my weight. What? That's like, if you want to play a musical instrument, oh, I'm just going to learn chords. That's all I'm going to learn. Well, what about rhythm and timing and melody and scales? And uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not up for the task. Oh, I'm just going to cut. I'm going to be keto. No, you're not. No, you're not. Keto. Oh, I'm going to lose weight quick though, but I lost 30 pounds in the last five weeks. Okay. Can you give me, can I write your number down? Can I give you a call in 12 months and see where you're at? Cause I got a feeling I know where you're going to be at again, not to be a jerk, but I'm trying to wake you up out of the diet trance diet trance guys focus on fast weight loss. How fast is going to lose the weight How fast. Holy shit. How many times you fastly lost weight loss? If you only put it back on, you know, Dolores says, and now when I go look at clothes, I forget. I go to the wrong size before I remember I'm smaller. That's awesome, Dolores. That's so funny. And that's an example, though. Like, again, we run on autopilot. That's a perfect example. We just run on autopilot. So, again, in program yourself, then we focus on your subconscious mind. I want you, again, listen to this goal. I don't want you to lose weight. I want you to return to your goal weight. But here's the key part. And I want you to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot. You hear that? <laughs> That's the promise I make to my clients. I don't want you to just lose weight. You have got to upgrade your goal. <laughs> please, please upgrade your goal. Please stop saying, I, cause I know I can hear your thoughts. I hear you saying, I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose the weight. No, you just don't want to lose the weight. You've lost the weight and you put it back on. Are you sure you just want to lose the weight? Are you sure? <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, man, upgrade that goal. You're better than that. <laughs> you, you can get more. You ask for more out of life. There's such a great quote. I don't know. Should I read it to you? Should I find it? Let me see if I can find this. Oh, that's stupid. I'm not, I'm not going to do it, but it, I love it. it, it I'm going to find it. Yeah, I, I bargained with life for a penny and life would pay no more. However, I begged at evening when I counted my scanty store. Life is just employer. He gives you what you ask. But once you have set the wages, why you must bear the task. I worked for a menial's hire only to learn dismayed that any wage I had asked of life, life would have willingly paid. You're right. <laughs> so what I'm saying to you is when it comes to weight loss, you're you're it's impoverished thinking. It, it's desperate. I just want to lose the weight. No, you don't. 
You want to live at your goal weight and you want to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life. And you want it to be on near autopilot. So it's not this goddamn nonstop focus on calories. And I can't eat that. You don't want that. You want to live a normal life. You want to just live your life, focus on your family, your friends, adventures, excitement, making money, doing great things, changing the world, whatever. And you just live at your goal weight too, <laughs> right? That's what you want. Upgrade that goal. Uh, I read a comment that with me was, you're literally training yourself to be a different person. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. You're training yourself to be a different person. That's exactly what weight loss is. Weight loss, see, dieters completely are, are misunderstanding the process. You're thinking you're going to be the same person, but I'm just going to weigh less. What? <laughs> I mean, look at any job you've done, right? Think of any job you've done for a year, two years, three years, right? Are you the same person you were three years later as you were when you first started the job on day one? Like, like experiences change you, you know? So again, recognize that and start focusing. Who do I want to be? You're giving so much power to the weight because you're like, well, if I lose the weight, then I'm going to be this magical, amazing person of myself. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You'll just be a thinner version of yourself. If you're, if you're frustrated and depressed and shitty relationships now, overweight, you'll be just the same person, just thinner. And that's the, that's the big disappointment at the end of the road for a lot of people's weight loss. It doesn't have to be that way, but if you just think about losing weight, then you're just going to be the same version of yourself with less weight. And then you can put the weight back on anyways. Cause you say, Oh, this sucks. What am I doing this for? Everything still sucks. And now I don't get the food. What am I doing? That, is that not what you felt when you've lost? The, why did you put the weight back on? Let me know in the comments. Why, why did you put the weight back? I know you've lost weight. Why'd you put it back on? That, that's really instructive. Write it in. Well, let's talk about it. Dolores says, took me a while to my mind to realize what size I am now. Yeah, I'm sure, Dolores. That's great, though. Again, that's what I mean. It takes me a while because you think of yourself as an overweight person. You know, and it's changing now. But again, you want to pour gas on that, that process and start intentionally thinking of yourself as the person you want to be inside and out. LOL, the clothes I buy are oversized just in case I gain. No, see, Jay, I'd be scared of that. See, because that's subconscious programming. And that's what most people do, honestly. Most people, the mantra of a dieter is usually some version of, I just want to lose the weight. And you say this the entire, I just want to lose the weight. 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 And then you lose the weight. Okay, so let me put it in a different frame. Most people are walking around with two mindsets. You got your overweight mindset and you have your diet mindset. And at best, you diet yourselves down to your goal weight. And now you're still in the same problem. You got an overweight mindset and a diet mindset. And now you're like, I don't know what to do. Can't think like a dieter and I can't lose any more weight. And I don't, I can't think like an overweight person. I want to put the weight back on. And you're stuck. You don't, because why? Because you don't know how to think like a thin, healthy person. Why would you? Where'd you ever learn that? You know? And so again, program yourself is about how do you think like a thin, healthy person? And how are you going to, I always joke, like, it's like, if you want to learn to speak Chinese and your strategy for doing that is to try and forget how to speak English. Well, that ain't going to help you to learn Chinese. You've got to expose yourself to Chinese language. And it's the same thing here. How are you spontaneously going to just start thinking like a thin, healthy person? You will think like a dieter and you know how to think like an overweight person. How are you spontaneously going to start learning to think like a thin, healthy person? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I would do that. You know, but yeah, oversized clothes again, that because in the back of your mind, you're not thinking of yourself as a thin, healthy person. You're thinking of yourself as a, a overweight person who's lost some weight for a little while and you think you're going to put it back on. And that's the, the, that's, that's what most people that lose weight think like, you know, I ate a lot of pizza, just the top of it. 
All right, no carbs with it. What's up, Karen? Um, hey, Jamie, how you doing? Dolores says you were so right. We hate change. I hate change. I still upset when they change the home, the the Hormel container. Yeah, yeah, for real. We don't like change. Humans don't like change. I don't give a shit. He's like, oh, I love change. Well, then you're a person who always loves change, and let's change that. Let's keep things the same. <laughs> just stop eating work for me. Good for you, Kimmy Cat. That's very unusual. Very unusual to just stop eating works for people. That's a very unusual strategy that would work for people. Um, keto will kill you. Yeah, yeah. Keto is not not my plan that I recommend. Um, and I've tried both of them and they don't work. So you're so right. Yep. Yes, I do. Intermittent fasting on my own way. Zero rule is just a variety of strategy I can do for. Yeah, well, Don knows. Don's been listening for a while. So she's, she's internalized a lot of this stuff. I do the same thing. Again, for me, it comes back to Bruce Lee. He was a real martial artist, created a martial art called Jeet Kune Do. And that philosophy is he would study any fighting system that he get his hands on, fencing, boxing, anything. He would take what works, discard the rest in service of creating his own one-of-a-kind plan. And I studied that back when I was creating a lot of these changes. So that's that's embedded in the program yourself then approach. Again, I, I learned from all of the diets, you know, but I don't take any one diet as the one answer. Because once you do that, it becomes very rigid and it's not it's not really practical, you know. Um, diets don't work. Correct. Kimmy cat. I'm an eight now and still go to the eight twenty section. Right. It's like, again, I I'm glad I'm so glad you guys are saying that. Cause I, I know I've heard that. And it's like, but that's such a great example of what I'm talking about that we do what we did. We run on autopilot. And so even when you lose the weight, you're still, you think of yourself as an overweight person. That's why you go to the bigger clothes section. You see what I mean? And so that's why, you know, in program yourself, then in the mindset section, we always start with motivation because that's crucial. But we get into the real work is your self-image. The whole program yourself then process of losing weight really is more about becoming the person you want to be. And the weight loss is really just one, you know, kind of aspect of that. Um, but it, yeah, it's changing how you think about yourself. Let me see here. Thank you for the inspiration. You're welcome. Your program has been life-changing for me. Thank you. You're welcome, Karen. You used it, so great job. Can you lose weight without eating veggies? Uh, yeah, you can lose weight eating anything. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, you, you could not eat veggies. I don't know why you would want to do that. <laughs> this idea of not eating. I always say, like, like anytime your diet plan is includes don't eat vegetables or fruits. I think that's a good opportunity to take a step back and question what you're doing. You know, and I'm not saying there's never a time and a place for that, but you know, I don't know. I don't know why you would want to not eat vegetables, but what, look at me, I'm a plant-based, you know, vegetarian pretty much. So of course it always come back. Cause I start to feel comfortable and eat fast food. Ah, uh, yeah, Tabby, I get that, which again, that's a whole nother part. So program yourself. Then we follow a five, two eating model, which is five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating, two days of pleasure eating. Jimmy, will I be able to lose weight? I don't know. You got seven days of pleasure eating right now. So yeah, probably. <laughs> but of course, rate is all or nothing. I'm going to lose weight. It's going to be seven days of clean eating until I get to my goal. It's going to be months of clean eating. No room for pleasure or cheat meals or enjoyable food. I got to get on track. <laughs> right. Okay. Let me know how far you get with that. But of course I, I say the pleasure days are just important. What do people always say? Shit, Jim. Uh, I, I did the pleasure days and I ate everything. I don't, I'm freaking out. 
great. That's what's supposed to happen because you have no idea to eat for pleasure. You've got a shitty relationship with food. So if you eat something for pleasure, even one bite of it, the whole dam blows open and you eat all of it. It's called the counter-regulatory effect. Colloquially, it's called the what the hell effect. It's specific to dieters because the more rigid they get with their food rules, as soon as they break them, and they always break them, they go way overboard in the other direction. You know, So a big part of mastering your weight is mastering your relationship with food, healing it so that you can eat for pleasure. In a weird way, my motivation to be at my goal weight is all based on how can I enjoy food the most? That sounds weird, right? How's that possible? Because a lot of my mind all week is based on what am I going to eat Friday and Saturday? What, what am I going to eat this weekend? I can't wait. I'm thinking about it a lot. Most of the pleasure you get out of food is built around anticipation, by the way. Do you know you have more wiring in your brain for the anticipation of pleasure than the actual experience of eating the food? What? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. If you look at us in an evolutionary context, it took a lot more motivation to get the food than to eat it once it's in front of us. And so all of your eating is really based on dopamine and looking forward to what you're going to eat. You're locked in a cycle of the anticipation and consumption of the food. That's how you think of it. Whatever your food may be, cookies, ice cream, fast food, right? You think about, um, should I get that fast food? And then you're thinking about getting it. You're thinking about eating it. And that's the end of the movie. And that cranks the cravings way up. But what happens if you train yourself to think about the consequence, not of putting weight on the consequence that happens five minutes after you finish eating that fast food? How does that feel? Right? Well, that's a different story, you know? Um, <laughs> Uh, I gained the weight back because I ate so few calories. And as soon as I had a normal meal, I binged. Yeah, right. Exactly. We all know this, you know, most dieters think that they, the hungrier they are, the better, the hungrier I am, the better my weight loss is going to go. You know, how much more short-sighted could you get than that? Oh, really? Well, what's happened last times when you starve yourself? What ends up happening usually? I lose lots of weight. Well, no, I'm talking about the, the, the week after. <laughs> right? It's like the water fasting. And I get that because it's the, it's the height of short-term thinking is that, uh, the height of short-term thinking in my mind is really the water fasting. And I don't think I've gotten it asked yet today, but every day I get asked, what do you think of water fasting? Um, Because, I mean, water fasting, yeah, what do I think of it? Oh, uh, you'll lose weight for a week, and then you'll put it back on. There you go, you know? But it's like, why why dedicate yourself to anything difficult that's not going to be long-term? Is my thoughts. Plus, it's just like, it's disappointment on layaway. I wish the schools would let you come talk to the children because there's so many obese kids. Oh, I know. I know that. I wish. It bums me out, you know? Never thought about it that way. That's what I'm here for. That's my goal. Um... And that's what I do, right? I'm, I'm a mindset. I, I'm a mindset, weight loss mindset expert. Like, I mean, a real expert. <laughs> I'm not saying there aren't like people that are more academic than I am, but I'm in the trenches, man. I've been doing this for 20 years professionally, just with real people. I always, to prove the point, I remember I did a, a series uh, years ago called The Elite Body. And I interviewed all like the top um, fitness trainers and nutritionists on the planet. I mean, these top, top level people all got big programs and all the rest of it. And um, I remember one specifically, I was talking to Craig Ballantyne, who at that point, he, he created Turbulence Training, which was a huge program at the time. And uh, I said, how do you deal with clients that aren't motivated? You know, and he goes, what, what do you mean? 
Uh, I was like, what I mean is when you have a client that's not motivated, what do you do? What, what do you do? Let's, let's trade some secrets, you know? And uh, he's like, I don't, what are you talking about? And I'm just like, what, what, am, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was confused. And he goes, uh, when they, when they come to me, they're, they're motivated. And I said, holy shit, that's true, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, yeah, when you're a personal trainer, yeah, they, they come to you, they're already motivated. You know, I'm talking to people when they're like, I don't know what the point is. I just quit this. I, I stepped on the scale today and I ate the cookies yesterday. And so I'm always working with people at their lowest point and flipping them around to get them remotivated. And I was like, holy shit, I should be a dietitian, doctor or personal trainer because you're just getting people that are at that point, they're motivated, you know. But what I realized is that moment when you're motivated is not what's dictating your weight. It's the moments when you're not motivated, when you feel like shit, when you step on the scale, and didn't move when some bad life event happens. And now you're feeling stressed out and freaking out. You know, that's, that's where you need to focus on. And no one ever does, you know, that I see everyone's always, this is how you always tell, like if someone's going to work for you in the weight loss field or not, right. This is kind of a quick litmus test is if what, if what the plan is, whatever the strategy is that you're going to follow, if it's them just giving you a plan. If it's them just telling you the perfect thing to do to lose weight the fastest, they're just, here you go. And then you're left on your own to do it. Good luck. Cause the problem ain't knowing what to do. The problem is you don't know how to get yourself to do it consistently. You don't know how to change your behaviors consistently. And this has been my focus for 30 years. Personally, I'm obsessed with it. And 20 years professionally, how do you help people change their behaviors in a way that's easy and natural and automatic, right? Because in order to do this, to even get into this conversation, you've got to have some sense of how your mind works. And we don't need a neuroscientific explanation of it. Let's just simple, stick to a simple hypnotic explanation. You've got a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Your conscious mind is your prefrontal cortex. It's about 10% of your brain anatomically. This is where... The part of you that knows you should lose weight, knows what you should do to lose weight, tries to get you to do it, your willpower, that's that's your prefrontal cortex, okay? It's, it's the strategy piece. It's the planning piece. It's the willpower piece, okay? And then we have your subconscious mind. And this is the part of your mind that runs all your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, right? So this is the part of your mind that says, okay, it's 8 o'clock. Let's eat the ice cream. Time to sit in front of the TV and want, eat the ice cream. And then your conscious mind says, no, 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 we're on a diet, remember? No ice cream tonight. 30 seconds later, uh, this is weird. Why aren't we eating ice cream? It's time to eat ice cream. Let's go. I just got that ice cream. Ben and Jerry's got a new flavor. Let's go get it. No, we're on a diet, right? And so your entire weight loss approach comes down to you consciously with your willpower trying to fight against all of your unhealthy cravings <laughs> and desires and habits, you know, or you try and force yourself to do them. You're not built to be consciously micromanaging all your decisions. You're not built that way. It's estimated you make over 200 food decisions a day. <laughs> so you tell me, are you the one American on the planet? Are you the one person on the planet? Well, I'm sure there's people on the planet, but certainly not America. Are you the one American who's just relaxed and calm and just has an abundance of energy and focus and uh, willpower and energy? Are you that person that can be like, okay, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to dedicate all of that excess energy and focus and attention to completely changing how I eat. <laughs> because the way the diets work is they're all marketing. It's all marketing, right? And what they do, if you'll notice this, right? Every diet is one tactic because I look at diets like they're carnival games, right? They're trying to make something difficult 
seem really easy, right? I'm always a sucker for the carnival game, the 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 big softball and the the wicker basket. I'm still a sucker for it because you walk by and the guy's like, boop, boop. He's, he's hooking it. He's throwing it backwards. Every time he does it, it goes right in the basket. He's like, mm, I can do that. Give me those balls. Give me three of them. I'm going to win three prizes. <laughs> boop, pops out. You know what I mean? You throw another one, pops out. You know, three balls all pop out. Shit. You know, used to be $5 for three balls. It's like $15 for three balls. Now that, forget it. You know what? You got me again. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm joking, but, but that's what the diets are like, right? Because the diets, it's always one tactic and they always make it seem so simple. Just stop eating carbs. Just, Hey, just stop eating for 16 hours a day. You know, um, just, uh, just count your points. Just count your points. Just eat Mediterranean food. It's simple, you know, and it sounds so simple. You're like, Oh shit, anyone could do that. But the flip side of don't eat carbs for most people is, completely change how you eat. <laughs> and that sounds a little more intimidating, right? But that's what it really is. And that's what the flip side of all of those diets are is completely change the way that you're living, the way you're eating and the way you're handling your emotions. Right. And so you do it for a couple of days and you say, Holy shit. You know? Yeah. I, I ate better, but I'm ready to fucking kill someone. <laughs> right? Yeah. I can't get rid of my carbs. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, you know, cause again, that's a whole nother conversation, but We've all been conditioned to use food as our main emotional management strategy. So it's just, it's not enough to say, oh, here, here's your nutrition book, right? These good foods are good and these foods are bad. Oh, that's all you need to know. You just got to know which ones are good or bad. Is that the problem? You didn't know Ben and Jerry's ice cream is going to put weight on you. You didn't know that. Oh, well, well <laughs> here's some, some free knowledge for you. Don't eat ice cream if you want to lose weight. You know, I'm joking. You can still eat ice cream and lose weight, but you get my point. And so, um, the problem is it's not an information problem. Your, your weight loss is not an information problem that you need to learn some new diet and some new eating strategy. It's the fact that you don't have any strategy at all. You have no, no strategy for how to actually change your behaviors long-term in a way that's comfortable and easy for you. You never learn that because every diet now is always like this perfect plan. And we love it. We, our brain is like, ah, give me that. Oh, yeah, we're gonna, it could be this exact amount of protein, this exact amount of carbs, this exact amount of fat. And you're gonna eat it this time and you're gonna eat 10 meals a day and then you're gonna weigh it. And it's like our brain is like, yeah, yeah, give me all those specifics, right? But then you go to do it and it's like, oh, oh, I, the, the, one of the most overwhelming experiences of my life. I remember I bought this program just because I thought it was funny to look at it. And it was a, it was a meal plan, it was a month long meal plan. And it was three meals a day for 30 days. Every meal was different. <laughs> I remember it was a digital one. I remember opening it up and I look at the first page. I started like sweating. I was like, oh my God, who, who the hell would do this? Right. You got to love cooking. <laughs> you got to, you got to love shopping and planning, right? Like every single meal was different from the one before. There wasn't one repeated meal. And I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. Who would do this? You know, I start getting the sweats. My heart start palpitating. Just looking at the meal plan. Stop it. You got to make this easy. You, you got to make your weight loss easy. You, you can't. And again, deep down, th this is, here's the problem, right? Subconsciously, I, this is true. This, I'm telling you, this is true. Subconsciously, you want that plan to be hard. You want the hardest, most difficult, extreme plan you can find because you associate that with the fastest weight loss. And that's your main criteria and goal, you know, and you're caught up in that. It's a, it's a mental prison of how you're thinking about weight loss, you know? Good news is it is a mental prison, but they left the door open. You can walk right out of there, cut the shit, stop with the diet. <laughs> Start approaching this in a long-term way, 
You know what I mean? In, in a way that's going to work for you. Take yourself into account. Uh, let me clarify what I'm saying. We can't just look at the outcome. We can't just look at a diet and say, oh shit, that's going to be the fastest results. You can't just look at that because there's the other side of the equation is you got to live it, right? You got to live it. And if it's really overwhelming and difficult and hard and, and miserable and depriving, you're not going to do it. So who gives a shit? Again, water fasting is probably the clearest example is there's, there's almost no faster way to lose weight quickly, but how about you just drink water from now on? <laughs> there's that side of it, right? And as dieters, you know, you tend to just look at just, oh, just I'll lose weight quickly. And we don't take into account what we have to do to do it. And, and am I going to be able to keep that up? How's my quality of life doing that? You know? And I think that's a probably an important question to consider, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> Jamie says, do you talk to people on the phone? Uh, I do sometimes with some of my private clients. I only do, I only work with a few private. I mean, to be honest, I mean, just it, it, it's, there's only a few people I want to work with and it's 25 grand to work with me. So that, that's not, that's not an option for most people. And I know that, um, which is why again, right now, my program, program yourself then with the coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Astrid, what's up? Astrid's in the program, you know? And it's like, um, this is the deal of the century. It, it's, it really is because again, just, there's, financially, you get to work with me twice a week. We do Zoom calls. So I guess in essence, technically you can call into that on the phone if you choose to, um, you know, and, or you can get on your phone or computer or whatever and, and do that. But um, yeah, every Tuesday and Thursday we have live calls where I work with you and I keep the group small. So it's like, I give you a lot of attention and in that sense, it's the deal of the century. And uh, I don't know, you know, I'm not, yeah, Bailey's in it too. Right. So it's like, I'm not here to sell you my program. I, I, I think it's a great program, obviously, but uh, I can't overstate. And this is where, again, I always say when I get on these lives, I'm not going to be falsely humble. I, I'm literally, I'm so good at what I do. It's just, <laughs> I just am. I, what do you want from me? Um, it's my specialty is helping people that want to lose weight actually be able to do it. And in order to do that, you really need to change the way you're thinking. And that's hard to do on your own. Again, there's a whole program that, that I take you through to help you do that in the way that, again, there's hypnosis sessions, every other, it's, it's a very elegantly put together program, but the most value I can offer you is, is working directly with you. Uh, because there's a, there's an aspect of being a human where we start to become blind to things that we're always exposed to. Right. So I'll give you one example. Like, like if you close one eye and look your nose, you see it. Close the other eye, look your nose, you see it. Open both eyes, your brain deletes your nose. There's, there's no value in seeing your nose. Um, if I don't know if you got dogs, I got dogs, right? So it's like if you walk in my house, you'll be like, oh, it smells like dogs in here. I walk in my house, it smells like my house. You know, I'm proud of that. <laughs> I wish it smelled better, but I like having dogs, so whatever. It's just a small price to pay. But um, we 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 delete things that are just normal in our lives. So when it comes to weight loss, you've been trying to lose weight for so long that you just always see the same problems and solutions in front of yourself. And you think that's, that's it though. That's the problem. You think that the, the problems and solutions you see in front of you, that's it. That that's all there is. And that's not true. You know? And that's one of the biggest things I'm able to help people with is they'll come in and they'll say, here's the problem, you know, but the problem's actually way over here. And they, ev listen, everyone in the program, I will say, like, like everyone, everyone in the program is almost always an overthinker. They're smart and uh, usually somewhere on the perfectionist scale as well. And so that way of being works well to be a great 
you know, professionally, right. Right. To succeed professionally, to succeed personally, right. You know, like an amazing parent, amazing, you know, partner, you're, you're using that way of thinking that overthinking that perfectionism, that obsessing on stuff. It works for you in other areas of your life. It does not work with the weight loss, the way you're doing it. And so you have, I, I saw so I, there's someone and there's no better example of this than someone new that just joined the program. She is a coach herself. And, um, it's so funny as we were talking yesterday and she's like, she comes in with what her problem is, you know? And, uh, I find it so funny cause she's got the skills. She's got the exact skills. She needs more than the average person that joins the program. She literally knows she does this with people. But what happens is we're all like multiple personalities and we get into these different personality modes and we think about things differently. And so for her, when she's in coach mode, she's got access to all this wisdom and strategies and techniques and all the rest of it. When she's in her personal at home at night mode, she doesn't access any of that. And she just goes into her kind of negative patterns. And so even just showing to her last night how to map those skills from over here over to her personal life. I know it sounds silly, but it's like, cause you think you would just do this intuitively, but you don't, you know, this, right. That, and this is what it drives you nuts, right? Cause you say to yourself all day long, you're like, what the fuck, what the fuck? I know how to do this. I know I'm smart. I'm, I'm I do all this action over here. I'm, I'm the first one at work over here. I do all this. I do this. I do this. this. Why can't I do it over here? Right. And you're, you're tortured by that thought. I know it. <laughs> You know, that's everyone. Yeah, I know it. Right. It's like, I, I know what to do. Why am I not doing it? I know I can do it. And it's like, it's absolutely torturous. Cause you just, you're spinning yourself into circles. Now I will tell you, I'll give you a little bit of insight into that as an overthinker. And I know you're an overthinker if you're still here, because the only people listening to me are overthinkers. I know I talk fast. I know I'm hitting things at a different level. The only people that ever stick with me on these lives are people that are overthinkers. And the only people that join my program are overthinkers. The overthinking is not the problem. Okay. Understand that right now. It is not the overthinking. That's the problem. In essence, you have this supercomputer, um, but you're running shitty programs through it. Right. So you get this supercomputer that, that processes real fast, blah, 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 but you're running bad programs through it. And so you're just running bad programs through it and getting faster, bad results. Right. So what you got to do is you got to put new programming in program yourself then. Right. And so I will give you an example of how you're doing this specifically because you don't see it. You don't see it. You think you're doing something good, but you're not. And I'll show you exactly what you're doing. At least one aspect of what you're doing. You are in your head. Remember when we, remember, we used to have, um, we used to have, uh, Johnny Carson, remember we used to have Kreskin, right? It's like, um, what you do all the time is you're in your head and you're saying, what's wrong with me? Why can't I stick to this plan? Why do I keep eating that shit? Why do I do this? Why don't I ever lose the weight? Why can't I get myself to do it? What's what? And you're always asking what's wrong with you. You're always focusing on why can't I get me to myself to do the right thing? Why do I keep obsessing on the scale? Why do I not lose the weight? Why can't I stay motivated? Why can't I? And what you're doing though, you don't realize this because deep down you think like the more I obsess on this, I'm going to have this magical breakthrough and everything's going to change all of a sudden. <laughs> it's not. And what you're actually doing with those questions is you are fixating and focusing on the problem. Right. Um, I'll give you, I'll, let me break it down to more, give you more context. Why did I eat that ice cream last night? God damn it. I wanted to lose weight. It was Monday night, my first day. And why did I eat that ice cream? Right. You're trying to figure it out. Astrid knows. And so it, it's, well, why did I do it? But what you don't realize is your subconscious mind does not understand negatives. And if I tell you not to think about something, right, get ready not to think about it. Don't think about a banana. Wait, I said, don't think about a banana. Don't think about a banana, right? What you thinking about? A banana. 
right? So your subconscious mind, it, it, it has to think about the banana first and do some shenanigans to try and not think about it, but you just thought about it. And the second thing about your subconscious mind is it can't tell the difference between vivid imagination and reality. This is why we like going to the movies and watching TV. What do you think you're doing? You're sitting there in a neutral environment, your home on a sofa in a theater, and you're watching whatever you're watching on the screen, and it's making you feel certain things. If you're watching a horror movie, it's making you feel nervous. Why? You're in just a safe place, <laughs> not the banana. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a safe place, but you're feeling nervous, right? Or you're watching a drama. Now you feel sad. Or you watch a comedy. Now you feel happy, right? How's that happening? You're genuinely feeling those emotions. If you're home watching sports, you just sit in your lazy ass on the sofa, but you're feeling all this adrenaline like you're playing the sport. How's that happening? Because you're imagining it and your imagination creates actual feelings in your body. Okay, so let's go back to, if you're thinking, why'd I eat that ice cream? I said, why'd I eat that ice cream? God damn it, I didn't want to eat that ice cream. Now what you're doing is you're strengthening all the neural pathways of thinking about ice cream. You're obsessing on ice cream, increasing the cravings for it. And the more you obsess on that ice cream, you start imagining what it tastes like, what it feels like. You start salivating, you start craving it. And this is what you're doing. You're obsessing on the problems and you're just creating more and more and more of them. There is no breakthrough you're going to have that's going to change it all because you're busy literally hypnotizing yourself. This is the hypnosis that we talk about in the program. What you're saying to yourself is dictating your weight. And what you're saying to yourself is things that keep you overweight. And you don't even realize it. And so what would happen? What would happen if you started consistently taking all that brain energy or even half of it? If you took half of that brain energy and put it towards what you wanted to do, what you wanted to eat, who you wanted to be, how you wanted to feel, how you wanted to behave, what would happen? Well, it's magical because now you start building new neural pathways, new muscle memory, new habits, new behaviors. And you ask questions like, how can I lose weight in an easy, enjoyable way? When's the last time you asked that question? When's the last time you asked that question? When's the last time? It's okay if it's never. <laughs> You've never asked that question, right? You just, you join the conversation just, I assume weight loss is really hard and miserable. So well, let's figure out what's wrong with me first, <laughs> right? But maybe you left that shit alone because you've been focusing on that for decades now and you haven't got any further. What if we start to focus on, how can I make this enjoyable? How can I eat healthier in a way that's comfortable and easy for me? How can I do some healthier things that's easy and enjoyable that, that I do on autopilot naturally without having to think about it? You're never asking these questions. Now, I know you don't have the answers, okay? That, that's not the point. You don't have the answers because you never asked the question, though. What happens if you take all that big brain power of yours and start aiming at finding the solutions? What would happen? I'll tell you what would happen. You'd find solutions. <laughs> You'd find solutions that were custom made for you. And that changes everything. Your entire weight loss process has been you trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. <clears throat> that you trying to like force yourself to eat the way your, this plan tells you to do. That's it. That's what you try and do. That plan ain't built for you. I find it so funny. Like the idea that someone you've never met and that you've never met is going to tell you how to eat for the rest of your life. To put that in context, would you let me, and you know me a little bit now, would you let me tell you how to, how to dress, what movies to watch, what music to listen to? No way. I'm an individual, a human being. Oh, but you're going to let me tell you how to eat? <laughs> no, you're not. You're not going to let me tell you how to eat is the, is the 
the, the point. You're not going to let me tell you how to eat. And so again, with, with program yourself, then part of it is, is your weight mastery blueprints. There's a mindset blueprint, lifestyle blueprint, eating blueprint. They're fill in the blank. They're strategies that you customize to yourself. The, the, the best weight loss, the most successful weight loss program I could sell would be some version of Jim's diet. And it's just me writing down what I eat all week. And it would sell, I'd sell the shit out of it. But then people would get it and be like, oh, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. And of course you're not, you're not me. <laughs> you don't like, you don't like what I like. You don't know my genetics, you know, my lifestyle, you don't live in my environment. So yeah, no shit, you know, but that's what you're doing. Just tell me what to eat. I don't know what to eat. Yes, you do. Of course you know what to eat. Problem is you don't know how to get yourself to do it. That's the problem. Yeah. Jamie says it's all mindset. It is all mindset. When you start thinking like a thin, healthy person, guess what happens? Guess what happens when you start thinking like a thin, healthy person? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Michael Jackson says, let's make a change. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Karen says, I can now. Thanks to you. Yeah. Karen is doing great. She, she listens to all these lives. Got the program. She's doing kicking ass. How do you feel about fasting? Um, I mean, intermittent fasting, I think there's a, there's a place for that for sure. I think it's nice to give your body a break from eating. Um, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, fat, like long-term fasting, I don't like. Okay, again, I go back to the, the, the core rule of program yourself then is that there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you, you know? And so if you love fasting, if like you fast for whatever, whatever fast, um, oh, you're welcome, Jamie. Make sure, Jamie, if you're not, and all of you, because I got to get out of a minute anyways, if you're not in my world yet, go to my bio, click the link and get the hypnosis session I give you, watch the training I give you and get the emails I give you, okay? They're all going to help you, all right? So go do that. It's all free, all free. Um, but uh, uh, what was I going to say? I don't even remember. <laughs> Let me, I think this will trigger my memory. Yeah, fasting. Uh <clears throat> Yeah. So, so it's up to you. Like if, and again, there's, there's, there's intermittent fasting, there's long-term fasting. So if you want to fast for 30 hours, you know, you want to take two days a week of fasting, knock yourself out. If that's what you want to do, if you look forward to that, you, you love it. And then you enjoy afterwards. Great. But if you dread it, you hate it and it makes you obsessed with food, then don't do it. There's no one way to master your weight. There's only the way that works for you. So start honoring yourself. You know, that was a big theme of yesterday's coaching call we did is really starting to honor yourself. You know, you, you've been in the business of ignoring yourself, of fighting against yourself. That ain't going to work long-term. You need to honor who you are and, and build your success around who you are. All right. Um, but, all right. With that, I'm going to get going. So thank you so much, guys. I, I really appreciate it. You guys are so awesome. Great comments uh, and great questions. And I appreciate them all. So I hope this is helpful for you. Um, I listened to your hypnosis session, Losing Weight in October. I'm proud to say that I had zero candy. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to take a quick screenshot. Oh, wait. That's a good, that's awesome. I always love that stuff. Uh, so that's great. Yeah, congratulations. You know, that's a big deal. Um, I got two rooms. Well, well, that's great. That's smart, smart. Yeah, yeah, Tabby, go check it out. Go check it out. Mom on TikTok, thank you. I appreciate it. Wow, that's very nice. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate that. Yeah, go to the link. Do it. I always say it, that, that's I always say that's the most frustrating part of like, like I love doing all this live stuff and I do free stuff all the time. I do this stuff because I, I want to help as many people as possible. And I know I help a lot of people with it. So, so I'm happy to do that. The frustrating part though, I will say is like, you know, I don't know if I'm on here for an hour, you know, there might be a hundred people kind of come in and out. And it's like, you know, 
maybe I'll think hard. Uh, maybe like like three or four of them will go and actually go to the link and, and go down that path. This is like I'm kind of all over the place. You got nothing to lose, man. You, you can look at this whole process in a different way. It's better, you know, and it's like all you got to do is this much action. You know, it, it's just this much, this much uh, action. And uh, so anyways. <laughs> All right, everyone. I appreciate you all. Remember, this podcast is program yourself. Then you can listen on any podcast platform. Uh, I'm here for you on TikTok, on YouTube, on the podcast. If you go to my bio and click the link, I'm here for you on email as well. And I send you a bunch of stuff, a bunch of trainings and everything. And if you're really serious, want to get in the program, you can work with me directly. Uh, you can find that about programyourselfthen.com. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. You're welcome, sweet quest. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. We'll talk soon. Bye.